Can we be real for a moment here? Small businesses simply don't get the help they need from the financial services industry. Well, one person is not only out to change that, he is changing that. And today on Bankadelic to talk about how it's getting done, we have Will Tumulty, the CEO of Rapid Financial Services. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic, part of the NMD Plus family of podcasts based in London. We recently passed the 20,000 listens mark, and we've got a great guest, Will Tumulty. Will is the CEO of Rapid Financial Services. That's based in Bethesda, Maryland. Will is closing in on eight years as CEO after close to nine years as CEO president at Ready Financial Group, and then before that, eight years at Capital One Financial. In his current role, Will oversees a fintech that provides working capital capital to small and mid-sized businesses across a variety of fields and does it in a way unlike any other business I know of. Will, welcome to Bankadelic. Hi, Lou. It's great to be with you again. Yeah. And when you said again, you beat me to the punch because we taped in October at Money 2020. We had a great time. So as we launch into the podcast, first of all, from when we talked in October, give us an update on what's going on in Rapid Financial, some of the stuff that you're working on that you are particularly proud of. Yeah, sure, Lou. Thanks for asking. So right, we continue our lending business to small businesses across the United States, but we have expanded our business into lending as a service, and we have created a go-to-market entity called Rapid Enterprise that is focused on bringing the kinds of capabilities that we've built for our own lending business to partner companies at the enterprise level that want to bring capital solutions to their small business customers. So we have a number of software as a service products that we have launched. We have some services that we have put in place, and we are having some very exciting discussions with a number of companies about partnerships. That is fantastic. And lending as a service, I have to confess that is brand new to me. So walk me through what that involves. 
When we think of lending, we think of the lending value chain as four pretty straightforward stages. There's the acquisition stage where you're getting new borrowers. There's the origination stage where you're doing underwriting, evaluating credit, and making offers and closing. Then there is the servicing stage where you're working through the life of a loan. And then there's a capital markets piece, which is how you do the financing of the loan if you are the lender. And so what we've done at Rapid is, right, we have played throughout our history across all of those stages. We are a direct lender. We build our own balance sheet. We have a number of financing vehicles. We do the underwriting and the servicing. But what we have done is we have unbundled our technology products and our business and technology services so that we can allow them to be plugged in with a partner company that has small business clients where they may want to do some of the pieces of that value chain themselves, and they may want some help from Rapid in doing the other ones. This could take the form of anything from a joint marketing arrangement where there is a company that has a lot of small business customers, and what they want to be able to do is bring those capital solutions but they don't really know how or have the interest in doing any of those stages in terms of getting the information you need to do acquisition or the underwriting or building balance sheet or anything like that. All the way to the other end where we may be working with the bank and the bank says, hey, I've got a lot of small business checking account customers already, so I don't need somebody to do the acquisition portion. I have my own products. I have my underwriting criteria as the bank, so I can do the origination stage. But what I'd really like is a loan origination system that allows me to do that at lower cost and more efficiently so that I can economically offer loans of a lower dollar amount to some of the small business customers that I can't serve today. That bank may also want some other things further along in the life. For instance, they may want somebody to help in the servicing side of things for collections and recoveries activity. And so at Rapid, we do all of those things ourselves so we can plug in at different places in the value chain to help that bank build an effective small business lending program. That is fabulous and very much a soup to nuts view. If we look at the other side of that, it is the small business owner themselves. And you and I talked a little bit about this at Money 2020 and off mic today. What are some of those needs that the small business owner faces that maybe are being overlooked by financial services in general? So, you know, historically, certain small businesses have difficulty getting financing from banks. And there are a couple reasons for that, depending on the bank. In general, banks have a lot of money to put to work, so it's more efficient for them and other large lenders to put it to work in larger chunks. At Rapid, our average loan is about $50,000, and that's a pretty small business loan for most banks. And so one of the things that we have learned how to do is get our costs down in terms of the acquisition cost and the servicing cost so that we can make those smaller loans cost effectively. The other thing is banks and other lenders sometimes have collateral requirements for the loans that certain small businesses just can't meet. So they may need inventory or they may need assets that they are lending against. At Rapid, we're really looking at the cash flow of a business to determine how much of a loan we think the business can sustain 
to help them grow and run their daily operations. So businesses like a nail salon or a barber shop or a restaurant don't tend to be asset intensive. And so those kinds of businesses may not meet certain lenders criteria if they're requiring specific assets to back the loan. That's great. And in terms of the next step that is involved here, obviously a lot of technology that you have mentioned and a lot of thoughtful application of that technology, but there is also the human side of this, the customer interaction. You guys have a pretty smart approach to this. I'm wondering if you can let the listeners in on what Rapid is doing to build that bridge from the technology to the customers themselves. Yeah, so fundamentally, what we use technology for is to speed up the process, which always leads to a better customer experience, and take the low-value tasks off of the plate of our business advisors who are working with our customers. That leaves more time for our business advisors to engage with our customers to really understand their business and what their capital needs are for their business. So we are not trying to sell a specific product when we are engaging with one of our borrowers. What we're really trying to understand is where their business is, what's the business objective that they're trying to accomplish, and what is the right form and amount of capital for their business to achieve that objective. We do that when we first have a loan with a customer, and then we have a business advisor that continues to work with that customer throughout the length of their relationship with Rapid. So we have some customers that have been with us for more than 10 years. We are their ongoing capital partner for the ups and downs and the growth of their business over time. That relationship part that you mentioned really is a secret sauce. I think that in other avenues of financial services, you see it being very transactional. You get in, you do the one deal, you kind of move on to the next customer. But that's a unique approach that you're taking. How does that work over time? How do you see that relationship deepening in terms of how it serves the client and Rapid itself in building a solid business base? In terms of the client, right, clients need a dependable and steady capital partner for their small business. And they need a capital partner who can move quickly. So a small business owner, right, typically does not have a full-time CFO and controller. And opportunities arise. They land a big new contract. They have to go buy material or hire employees to go fulfill that contract. A competitor decides to retire and is going out of business. And a small business owner decides to purchase that business to expand their market. And these things come up week to week. And so they need somebody who understands their business already. And when these opportunities come along can say, hey, I understand your business already. I understand what you're trying to do. I understand how that makes sense for you. And we know your business. And so we can act quickly to help you with the capital that you need to take advantage of this opportunity. Once we have a relationship, right, we don't have to spend a lot of marketing dollars to continue to acquire that customer, right? And so that works for us over time. We also know a lot more about the business, which makes our lending decisions that much faster and easier. Now, when you talk fast and easy, that is definitely something that has to appeal to small business owners. I consider myself to be a small business owner, more of a solopreneur. When businesses are coming to Rapid, 
even though you guys have really accelerated the process, what are some of the ducks that they need to have in a row that will make the process work smoothly? Yes. Yeah, so what we have done at Rapid is we have tailored our underwriting process to the size of the business loan that we're doing. And that often happens to be correlated with the size of the business. So if we have a business that their need is a small dollar line of credit, right, we don't need as much information in order to underwrite that loan. At a minimum, right, we need information about the business, identifying information, EIN, DBAs, right, those kinds of things. We need information about the business owner or owners. And then we need to understand what the cash flow of the business is. And so the main way that we understand that is either through getting processing statements, if they're a business that takes credit cards as a major payment form, or from their bank account statements, which we can receive electronically if the borrower opts in. As we get to larger loans that come with more mid-sized businesses, these are loans that might be several hundred thousand dollars, there's additional information that we need to do that underwriting that includes things like financial statements and tax returns and various other things that help us to understand the position of the business. And so what I'd say to a business owner is first understand what it is that you're looking for and start to get those things together so that they are readily available, right? Make sure that you are keeping your books up to date. Make sure that you're keeping your credit in order, that your bank account is in good stead with your bank. And all those things, regardless of who you may be applying for business financing with, they will help speed along that process. What's surprising to me in the way that you describe this, Will, is that it seems really straightforward and it seems really simple. Whereas I think in other avenues of FinServe, we see this level of complication that maybe intimidates the business owner. How is it that you're able to streamline this process and keep it moving forward pretty smoothly? We try and take as much of the information collection off of our applicant's plate as we possibly can. And so, right, when an applicant comes in, we get the information about the business and the business owners. We get opt-ins for checking on their credit and for getting banking information and things like that. And then we get that and a bunch of other information electronically through a number of integrations that we have with many different data service providers, right? We go get as much as we can. We bring that back, we clean up that data, we run a bunch of rules on it that allow us to present offers that we can then have one of our business advisors speak with the applicant about in order to figure out which one is the best fit. So really it's a data management exercise of collecting that data very quickly, organizing it and applying rule sets so that we can get right into a conversation with our business customer. That's great. Let's say that you and I are sitting down doing this again in another six months, a year. What are some of the targets that you're hoping Rapid Finance will hit? Some of the developments, whether they are technological development of the business itself, that you're hoping will come to fruition? Yeah. So, Lou, our mission here at Rapid is to help every small business find the capital solution that they need for wherever they are in their business life cycle. One of the things that we recognize is 
we are not going to be the ones necessarily to do every one of those loans. We will do some of those loans on our own balance sheet with our own borrowing facilities. But there is a huge market of small and mid-sized businesses that we're not going to have the right product or maybe we can't reach them as effectively. And so our approach is to take the capabilities that we have in lending as a service and augment those enterprise partners to enable them and us together to bring those working capital and other financing solutions to those small business customers, right? Six months from now, we hope to have several enterprise partnerships in place. We have a number of them that we are working on right now and basically growing that part of the business from there. That is tremendous. I have written many times about the fact that small businesses just don't get the help they need from other branches of the industry, but you're out there, you're doing it, you're making a difference. Will, thank you so much for being on Bankadelic. Happy to be with you, Lou. Thanks for chatting with me today. Will Tumulty is the CEO of Rapid Financial Services. He is based in beautiful Bethesda, Maryland. You can look for Will on LinkedIn. You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. With more than 1.2 million page views annually, Talking Biz News is the go-to source for happenings in business journalism. Whether you're a PR professional, a business journalist, or someone just breaking into the field, TBN is a source that you cannot do without. Whether you're following the Washington Post, New York Times, local media outlets, or some feisty news startup, Talking Biz News has you covered. Job openings are also listed and updated every day on the TBN website. Be sure to sign up for your free subscription to the TBN newsletter at Talking Biz News. That's talkingbiznews.com. Well, on behalf of everyone at our Challenger Bank, we want to thank you for doing this phone call with us today, Mr. Huckabee. Mr. Huckabee. Yeah, that's right. John Huckabee. 
Okay, Mr. Huckabee, tell us a little bit about your business. We want to help you with growth. Growth is our priority. It's the number one thing we do. Well, our business is growing, and that concerns me. Well, of course, scaling up is a very... No, I mean, it concerns me because our business is shrinking. Wait, you just said your business is growing. That's right. So how could your business be growing and shrinking at the same time? Well, last year we used to have 200 plants, and now we only have five. Wait a second. That's a really dramatic drop, and yet you said your business is growing, and then you said your business was shrinking. That's right. We grow marijuana plants. You know, Mary Jane, pot, dubers, whatever you want to call it. We love it. Oh, okay. I understand. Yeah, and our shrinking business is growing. Wait a second. I, now look, Mr. Hennessy. That's Huckabee. John Huckabee. Okay, Mr. Huckabee. Care to explain? That's the other business we do. They, they get on those peliotons and they take those Pilates classes and their, their genes are too big for them, so we shrink them. They're shrinking business. That's growing. <sighs> okay, so your growing business is shrinking and your shrinking business is growing. That's right. Let me see. Let's back up a minute here. Maybe you can tell me how much in revenues you made overall last year. What's a revenue? How much money did you make last year? Well, that's easy. About $125 million. $125 million? Uh, oh, look. Just looking at your balance sheet, you have a marijuana operation with five plants. You are shrinking jeans. How is Listen, that? Listen, mister, we got these amazing counterfeiting machines from the Eastern Bloc. And I got to tell you, they print $100 bills that nobody would recognize as being fake. Three Bullseyes. Number one. Historically, certain small businesses have difficulty getting financing from banks. In general, banks have a lot of money to put to work, so it's more efficient for them and other large lenders to put it to work in larger chunks. Number two. We are not trying to sell a specific product when we are engaging with one of our borrowers. What we're really trying to understand is where their business is, what's the business objective that they're trying to accomplish, and what is the right form and amount of capital. Number three. There is a huge market of small and mid-sized businesses that we're not going to have the right product or maybe we can't reach them as effectively. And so our approach is to take the capabilities that we have in lending as a service and augment those enterprise partners to enable them and us together to bring working capital and other financing solutions to those small business customers. And now, Lose Views. On today's podcast, Will Tumulty of Rapid Financial Services talked about some pretty revolutionary things going on in his corner of the world. One of those is lending as a service, and the other is the idea of building relationships that last over time with a small business owner. Now, it's important to note here that small businesses traditionally have been treated as small dollar business for the lending industry. And as such, they really don't sit in that place where they are appealing. There's just not a lot of return on investment for the banks. However, small businesses make up such an 
overwhelming part of the American economy that something is clearly missing. And by applying technological smarts to the challenge, Rapid Financial is filling a need and also improving their bottom line while they're doing it. It's important to think about how small businesses may face the challenge of growth with some trepidation. They know they need to take that next step, but if the financing simply isn't there or someone isn't there to help them along the way, they may stay stuck in a niche. However, they could really grow into something tremendous if they just had the assistance, if they just had the working capital. Here's to Will and the work that Rapid Financial is doing with a hope that as financial services progresses into a new era of even more technological muscle, that other businesses will rise up to meet the small businesses and create win-win partnerships for everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Ken Montone. Our business consigliere, the one and only Rob Gaynor. Dude, I totally got into the show. Thanks as always to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. Thanks also to Banker Hire, Lemonade LXP, and Talking Biz News, a division of Vested LLC. I'm Lou Carloso. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel, rink a dink dink in. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD Plus, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.